Hello everyone, welcome to Alpha Athletes. This is Dylan Lowe here, and this podcast is focused and directed towards high school athletes looking to improve in their respective sport and gain knowledge on becoming stronger, healthier, and more well-rounded competitors. Throughout this series of podcast episodes, we will dive into aspects of strength training and exercise, diet and nutrition, mindset, supplements, specific sports, and other supplemental categories. This week, we will dive into the topics of harboring competition and also the debate of whether you should take days off. Okay, so the first thing that you athletes need to understand is that competition is a good thing, right? We all need competition to improve and just get better as individuals. And like I said, it can be a driving force as well as also a source of stress for you athletes. And while healthy competition can motivate you guys to perform at your best, um, it's also important to approach competition you know, in a balanced as well as in a constructive manner. So today, we are going to go over some points to consider when it comes to harboring competition as an athlete. Okay, so the first thing to recognize is that as an athlete, you should always be embracing a growth mindset. So instead of viewing competition as solely about you know, winning or losing. Instead, you should adopt a growth mindset. So you should be seeing competition as instead an opportunity for personal growth, skill development, and just overall self-improvement. You should focus on your own progress rather than, you know, constantly comparing yourself to others. And this will help you develop your confidence on your own. And this will also help in your personal growth and also you should try to set personal goals for yourself so you should be setting specific measurable and also realistic goals and these goals should be within your control um, and they should be focused on personal improvement rather than just only focus on you know outperforming or beating others so by working towards you know your own objectives you can track your progress and maintain your own motivation but also at the same time uh, you should be learning and absorbing information from your competition and we've talked about this in other episodes before and in some of the interviews with some athletes you should be um, viewing your competition within other teams and even your own team Um, You should view them or you should view their play styles or, you know, their their skill sets as a learning opportunity, you know, when you watch them. So you should be analyzing your performance first and identifying areas for improvement. And then you should also be studying your competitors at the same time and analyzing them so that you can understand their strengths and gain valuable Uh, insight maybe to improve your own skills and strategies so adopting some of their strong um, you know some strong aspects of their game and then trying to incorporate it into your own and although you like I said you should learn from your competition though it's also important to still 
try and avoid comparison traps. And of course, while it's natural to notice and to also evaluate um, our competitors' performances, you should avoid getting caught up in these unhealthy comparisons, and I like to call them traps. So each athlete, you know, has their own strengths, their own weaknesses, and by focusing too much on others, on their strengths and weaknesses, um, it can distract you from your own growth and your own progress. So you should just be taking and absorbing things they do well, and instead of always trying to compare yourself directly, uh, you should just simply try to implement their strong skill sets into your skill set. So additionally, to harbor competition, you should be trying to develop a supportive team um, and, a su and a supportive environment around you. And in order to help yourself and your teammates get better, it's really essential to you know foster a team culture that promotes camaraderie as well as just overall group support. So you should be encouraging your teammates to push each other, right? To excel together. But you should also emphasize collaboration and respect for one another. So a positive team environment can enhance performance and also it can create a sense of collective um, achievement. So additionally, by improving each other, you will be improving your own skills, right? And this will help overall just build your team up as a whole to compete at a higher level so you don't have as many weaklings. And yes, of course, competition can be a little bit overwhelming at sometimes. And of course, competition, you know, playing against people that are better than you, um, it can bring about like stress and of course pressure. But if you want to be an elite athlete, if you want to go to that next level, you should try to practice developing uh, coping mechanisms to handle this, such as deep breathing exercises, you know, um, and maybe even visualization to help you manage this stress effectively, which comes from facing harder and harder competition. And also practicing relaxation techniques has been proven, um, scientifically proven to improve focus, reduce anxiety, and enhanced performance, all favorable things, you know? So if, you've, if you know you're facing tough competition and you really want to get into that zone, practice these re relaxation techniques that I've talked about in other episodes and it'll definitely benefit you, right? So, okay, the next thing that you should be doing is not only, you know, looking at others, but harboring competition within yourself. So it is so important to try and work on yourself every day and you should view yourself as your highest competition. You should always, always be striving to get better each and every day as ultimately, you know, you're the only one competing against yourself. And the best athletes in the world always work and they always try to improve themselves on a daily basis. Uh, and this is called self-competition, as the name may kind of sound like. But uh, you know what? Let's go a little bit more in depth into self-competition. Okay, so it's important to both work on self-competition and outside competition, like I said. And both of which, um, both of these things are going to help you improve and strengthen aspects of your game as an athlete. So 
diving a little bit deeper into self-competition, um, it's actually super important to always be competing against yourself as it serves um, as a form of self-motivation. And this self-motivation is a pillar of success as you are the one pushing yourself and setting goals to help you reach new heights. And additionally, uh, competing with yourself gives you a sense of ownership and it gives you a sense of control over your own journey. And you become responsible for your own success as well as your own growth as you set your own standards and you can also define what progress means to you. You don't need to rely on other people to define progress. You know, it's how much progress you're making. You only know how much you're doing, right? And this empowers you to take charge of your efforts and this will ultimately affect your outcomes. You know, they say what you put in is uh, what you get out, what you get out of it. And you're the only one who knows how hard you're working. You know, you know if you're pushing yourself every day. You know if you're putting into that, uh, if you're working on that grind. And ultimately, it's only going to affect you and no one else. So yeah, self-competition um, is really important. And also by setting goals and competing with yourself, you also build your psychological resilience. Um, because you're able to push yourself to overcome obstacles. And through this, you're building mental toughness, perseverance, or perseverance, uh, excuse me, as well as you're forming the ability to bounce back from any setbacks that you might, you know, encounter. And this resilience not only translates to sports, but also to other areas or other aspects of life, right? I mean, if you like in real life we face so many obstacles and being resilient is just like so important to and being able to overcome these obstacles and you know find uh ways to get through it and just you know and finding solutions so that's obviously really important right and uh, like i said yeah it translates to other areas outside of sports and also right competing with yourself can bring a deep sense of personal satisfaction and it can bring about a deep sense of fulfillment. I mean, when you see, you know, tangible progress and if, when you see improvements in your skills or maybe your abilities or maybe just like your stats, right? It boosts your self-confidence and your self-esteem. And this satisfaction of achieving your personal goals and, you know, knowing that you've given your best effort uh, it's incredibly rewarding, and it can serve as uh, a further catalyst for growth, per se. And it can also help you in recognizing your potential. Okay, so moving away from self-competition, the last tip that I have for you guys is to hon honestly just appreciate the journey. Uh, it is important, you know, to remember that sports are not solely about winning or solely about losing but also about personal development um, as well as uh, building character and just enjoying the ride right you should embrace the challenges setbacks as well as also the victories you know along the way and you should find fulfillment in the process of you just becoming and growing into a better athlete and if you focus on yourself as an athlete 
he will eventually start getting better and you know the wins as a team or even yourself will eventually come so focus on yourself and realize that in sports if you approach this competition in a healthy and in a good and balanced manner you can take in the positive aspects and also try to minimize the potential negative aspects that are associated with it right and remember that competition should be a tool right a tool to push yourself as well as others to excel okay so now that we got that out of the way let's move on to the next topic which is the debate of whether you should take days off as an athlete uh, so we talked about this in some other podcasts. I know we talked about this in the volleyball podcast, for example, about the debate of whether you should take days off. So let's go a little bit more into depth, right? So you always hear the term, you know, no days off. There's even like on YouTube, I just watched this series. Um, I think it's by Whistle Sports, if I'm not mistaken. It's called No Days Off. And the question really comes, right? Is no days off, is that really applicable and is it safe? And I mean, in fact, uh, I do not recommend this at all. This uh, like uh, slogan or whatever or motto. And also, not only myself, but neither does the American Council on Exercise. So I'm going to bring in like a little uh, research here. But the ACE, American Council on Exercise, did a study and it suggests that athletes who engage in high-intensity exercise should schedule a rest day every seven to ten days. Um, but also, that's not a hard and like fast or direct rule. So some athletes may need more frequent rest days, such as two per week. So it is essential to take days off as an athlete, as rest and recovery are, you know, essential components. Of any training regimen so in today's second topic like I said we'll just be going over the importance of actually taking days off contrary to what the term no days off says okay so the first reason why we should take days off as athletes is quite obvious it's simply just physical recovery so intense training I mean, of course, it puts stress all over your body, on your muscles, uh, your joints, you know, and just various like systems within your body. And rest days allow your body to repair as well as rebuild. And this can reduce the risk of overuse injuries and it can just promote overall physical recovery. And additionally, by taking these off, it helps with mental rejuvenation as you know, continuous training and competition and games can it can lead to phys- mental fatigue and it can also lead to burnout, which I know many uh, fellow athletes have experienced. And taking days off gives your mind a chance to just rest uh, and just regain focus. You know, like lock in again, and it can help prevent mental exhaustion and it can also help maintain your passion for your sport. Like I said, you know, you don't want to get burned out and lose your love for the sport just because you're playing too much, you know, and it just gets too repetitive. So take some days off. And we have mentioned this many times before, but taking days off 
of course, helps with injury prevention. So simply put, overtraining coupled or combined with insufficient rest is just a recipe for uh, injuries, right? So taking regular rest days allows your body to just uh, repair those damaged tissues and just prevent any like you know over overuse injuries like i've said which is caused by uh constant and repetitive stress on your muscles tendons uh joints and it can also help prevent plateauing you know so this goes along with the topic of long-term sustainability for our bodies so consistently pushing our bodies without proper rest can lead to chronic fatigue right um, as well as um, burnout so taking regular days off uh, you know just helps to maintain a sustainable training regimen and it also helps to ensure that you can continue to perform at the highest level over the long-term course you know not even just in like high school or even next level college but later on in the future if you keep pushing yourself if you keep uh, overuse overusing your body and stuff Later on, your your body's gonna take a toll, especially when you get older. Um, things start to hurt more, you know. Of course, things just come with age. Uh, but we can look at, or I just know, uh, this catcher that he's my coach. But when he played in high school and in college, he caught right for so that's eight years, and I'm assuming uh, his formative years too. He was catching, and even at the early age of 30 he has really bad knee problems and really bad back problems so that just comes with like overuse you know he told me himself uh, this was a couple years ago that he played every day he caught every day and literally without taking a rest you know it takes an extreme toll on your body and not resting not recharging um just really took a toll on his body and it's affecting him in the long run right so it's really important, you know, for your long-term sustainability of not only just for, you know, your sport, but just for your uh, overall health and, you know, uh, long-term health for your uh, body, right? So one thing that's not talked about as much um, regarding taking days off is that it actually helps with your hormonal balance. So surprisingly, intense training um, without sufficient rest it can help or it can lead to disrupting uh, disrupting your hormone levels in your body and this leads to imbalances and potential negative effects on your health as well as your performance so rest days help to restore this hormonal equilibrium per se and it helps to ensure um, optimal bodily functioning so lastly it is essential that you athletes take rest days because it just helps with you know your emotional well-being and many of you athletes often experience significant uh, stress uh, pressure and also just emotional strain so rest days provide an opportunity for mental and emotional recovery and they allow you to engage in other activities you know can be spending time with your loved ones or your friends uh, maybe pursuing some outside hobbies maybe uh creating a healthier balance with your schoolwork you know working on your grades so um yeah it just helps with just 
you know, living life a little bit more, you know, not just always, always grinding on a sport. And like I said, I mean, I've said this before, it's important to grind, but it's also important to know your body's limits, know when you should take a rest, right? Not just for your body, but for your mind. So for me, we uh, we have practice or there's periods of time when we had practice every uh, six days a week. So basically every day. And then well, it was every day because on that Sunday, so we had practice Monday through Saturday. On Sunday, I went to practice with myself or by my or with my friends, and it was just it was just it so mentally taxing, right? It basically it kind of seemed like my life was consumed by it, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? But I needed a break, so it, it just kind of became a little repetitive and mentally taxing, so. Some athletes can do it, you know, but it's important, I feel like, for the general athlete to take some rest days. And you can still be involved, like I said before in some previous episodes. You don't have to be, you know, pushing yourself at it seven days a week. You can still, for a day or however, like, the rest days, the amount you need, you can still watch the sport, you know, you can still, like, do things that are involved or Uh, related to the sport so you're not completely out of it but you shouldn't be pushing your body too much and pushing your mind too much uh, which is why we need rest days you know for both of those things to recover and you know just repair and of course like i said when we talk about these rest days uh they can still involve like forms of physical activity They, they don't need to be completely like oh rest like sit down lay down the whole day they can be if you want right if you really need it but um when we talk about these rest days they often can include um still like light forms of physical activity such as uh walking maybe some stretching you know some like active stretching maybe dynamic stretching and it can even just include like other light physical activities right like i don't know going to the park to just chill with your friends and play a little bit of basketball right so the goal of these days off like i said is really just to give your body give your mind a break and they will help you truly just excel as an athlete as repair and recovery is just so important it's just so essential for athletes and i feel like so many of you high school athletes overlook it you know it's all about pushing every day taking the no days off approach but hopefully from this episode you learned that taking days off is actually better um, not only for your body you know it helps with long-term sustainability but also helps with your mind helps you just just helps you become that next level athlete you know you don't want to get injured like that and fall behind so in taking care of your body and your mind you know you're going to excel past all these other athletes who are overworking themselves and training too hard so you'll have the edge up on them right so the next time someone tells you to take no days off tell them that no i should take days off (laughs) all right guys work on yourself become a better athlete and keep grinding this is the end of episode 26 dylan lowe signing out have a great day guys and see you all on the next episode of alpha athletes